a podcast by Ed Lopis. Become a supporter. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Click the support button or click the link below. Thank you so much for your prayers and support in this ministry. Our desire to share hope in new ways to millions of people in many places have become possible because of your unconditional love of giving and partnering with us to this ministry. Visit Ed Loppy's official website. edloppies.com.ph <laughs>
Because the Bible tells us that we are being changed from glory to glory, from one level of glory to another. In other words, maraming layers yan. Jesus said in John 10.10, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. Other versions say, have it abundantly. In other words, ang tinutukoy ng Panginoon na full life, abundant life, life dito. Sabi niya, I have come to make it available to you. Kasi ang, kung ang gusto lang niya, yung the heaven that we usually think of, eh di maghintay na lang siya doon na dumating tayo doon. Pero sabi niya, hindi. Sinalubong ko kayo dito sa lupa, pumunta ako rito para magkaroon pa ng available fullness and meaning and life to you while you are here on earth. So let's talk about the other heaven. Yung isa pang paraiso, yung isa pang kalangitan. Luke 17, 20 to 21. Once having been asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The kingdom of God does not come with your careful observation, nor will people say, Here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. Malalim, matalinghaga, malaman ng mga pananalita. So ang tinutukoy dito, the Pharisees, meaning the religious people, or religion itself, making all the inquiries. No? So the Pharisees, the religious system and religion, were saying, kailan ba darating ang kaharian ng Diyos? No? Kailan ba darating ang langit? Kailan ba namin malaranasan yan? At uh, ang tanong ay when, meaning this is a future event, a future place, a future state. Darating pa lang. When, a future event, being awaited for. And then the kingdom of God is a reference to what we call heaven. Sabi ng Panginoon, it does not come as you think. It does not come, meaning it is not an observable outward event or location. Hindi yung parang parada, no? ito na dumarating na yung langit, ito na dumarating na yung kaharian ng Diyos na parang nakikita mo na isang event, isang kaganapan. Sabi niya ganun, no. Hindi mo pwede sabihin, here it is, or there it is, as if it's an isolated place or location. Hindi pa ting eto, ayun. The heaven Jesus was emphasizing was more immediate. It was more attainable. It was the kind of heaven that religion was waiting for in his time. Sabi niya, the kingdom of God is within you. Nasa kalooban ninyo, nasa sa inyo, nasa puso ninyo ang kaharian ng Diyos. Bakit nyo hinihintay na dumating? Bakit nyo hinihintay na pumunta kayo doon? Yung langit na nais kong ngayon pa man, na inyong tamasahin na ay nandyan, available, here, now, not somewhere else, but inside of you. In other words, Jesus was saying that heaven is also in the heart. It's not only a place in the sky or somewhere. That heaven is also in the mind. In one's values in one's aspirations and activities and even lifestyle of people in the present. Semyam, okay, mabuti naghihintay kayo ng langit na darating pa dahil meron, pero merong langit na hindi nyo man lang napapansin ay nandyan. Dahil wala kayong ginawa kundi tumingin sa malayo, yung malapit hindi nyo tuloy napapansin. So yan, that kingdom of God, that heaven, that paradise is within you. It is in you. Pwede nyo yan matikman, pwede nyo malasap, pwede nyo tamasahin ngayon na, hindi pa sa kabilang buhay. What are the signs and fruits of that other heaven? Galatians 5, 22-23 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Ano ang binanggit dito ni Jesus? Yung mga bagay na mararamdaman mo kung nandun ka na sa inaabangan mong langit o mga bagay na nararamdaman mo kung sinasabi mong parang paraiso ang aking buhay. Peace and love. Tahimik ka, tahimik ang buhay mo, tahimik ang iyong pakikipag-ugnayan sa kapwa. Payapa, matiwasay, tapos may pag-ibig. Umiibig ka. Those that love get a piece of heaven. And very especially if you get loved back. But even if you weren't not loved back, katulad ni Jesus, 
Dami niyang minahal, hindi naman siya minahal in return. Pero he's heaven in the flesh. Kasi ang nagmamahal nakakaranas ng kapirasong langit habang siya ay nagmamahal. At sinabi niya, against such things there is no law. Meaning, itong peace and love, itong goodness, faithfulness, gentleness is above the law. It is beyond the natural. It is heavenly. In a manner of speaking, when one loves and is at peace, she is in the other heaven. Or the other heaven is in her or in him. So yung pagmamahal, yung kapayapaan. Kumisan payapa ang buhay mo, nagmamahal ka, langit yun, baka hindi mo alam. Sinasabi ng Panginoon, that heaven is in you. Huwag kayang abang ng abang, kaya tuloy naiinip kayo, kaya tuloy iba, gusto nang sumakabilang buhay kasi hindi sila nasasarapan sa buhay na ito. Kasi hindi nila binubuksan ng mata para makita yung langit that is available. Inevitably, hindi maiwasan, the other heaven points to the other hell. Kung may heaven dito sa lupa, now, meron ding hell, now. Isang example yan, halimbawa, ang naranasan ni King Saul. He used to be favored by God, but he went away from God. At gumulo ng gumulo ang isip niya, ang buhay niya, nagka-gulo-gulo ang lahat. 1 Samuel 16, 15-16. Saul's attendant said to him, See, an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord command His servants here to search for someone who can play the harp. He will play when the evil spirit from God comes upon you, and you will feel better. Ewan ko kung may nakaranasan sa inyo, sana wala. Yung mga naranasan ni Saul, hindi makatulog, nagugulo, natatakot, nababagabag, ligalig. Hindi malaman kung anong kinakatakutan, kung ano ang gagawin. Pupunta ba dito o pupunta doon? Balisa. Para ang feeling niya, nag-iisa siya, walang nagmamahal sa kanya, tinalikuran na siya ng lahat. Halos nararamdaman niya para siyang sinasakal, nagsisikip ang kanyang hininga. Kaya sabi, there's an evil spirit tormenting you and it's from God. Sabi sa kanya ng mga tauhan niya, ganito pong gawin natin. Payagan niyo kami maghanap ng manunugtog. At pag tumugtog siya, mapapahinga kayo, mapapanatag kayo, aalis yung masamang espiritu. This is hell on earth. At may mga nakakaranas ito, mga kapatid. Yung mga balisang-balisa ka dahil akala mo yung asawa mo nasa ibang kandungan ngayon mismo kasi wala ka magawa. Hell on earth! Yung ang mga anak mo, nag-aalala ka, baka nasa panganib sila, hindi ka makatulog, tapos wala man lang text, wala man lang balita. Hell on earth! Ang mga maniningil, nag-abang lahat dyan sa pinto. Kung saan ka dumadaan na kanal para huwag kang makita nila, that's hell on earth. May kalaban ka, may nangaagaw ng posisyon mo, may nangaagaw ng boyfriend mo, hell on earth. Lahat ng mga magugulo na yan. Tapos yung meron kang ginawang masama, nagigilty ka, hell on earth yan. Meron kang mga utang na alam mong sisingiling ka na, natatakot ka ngayon, ang daming ganon. Agitation. Yung naliligali ka, yun ang kalaban ng peace na binasa natin kanina na fruit ng spirit. Or hatred, that's hell on earth. May kinakamuhian ka, nagsiselos ka, naiinggit ka, that's hell on earth. At yan ang naramdaman ni King Saul. Nainggit siya kay David, na-insecure sa kanyang posisyon. Tapos, marami siyang gustong nawawala sa kanyang kamay. Ang mga tagumpay ng gera, napupunta kay David, hindi sa kanya. Nananaghili siya, na-insecure. Alam nyo, ang pinakamahirap na feeling sa lahat, yung magselos o mainggit. At napakahirap nyo yung nakakaingitan ka. So, itong lahat na ito gawa ng masamang espiritu. 1 Samuel 16.23 Whenever the Spirit from God came upon Saul, David would take his harp and play. Ayun, si David ang na-recruit. Then relief would come to Saul. He would feel better and the evil spirit would leave him. So the other hell and the other heaven alternating in a man's life, in Saul's life. Pag tumutugtog si David, nawawala yung masamang espiritu, nagkakaroon siya ng ginawa, heaven. Pero pagka nananaig na naman yung kanyang bad side, yung dark side niya, hell na naman. The other hell, aside from that which we are thinking of in the future, could be the inner spiritual and emotional troubles of man. Kaya yung nagugulo, naliligalig, 
Napakahirap dali nun. Kaya mga kapatid, may mga panahon na kayo tiwasay, walang naniningil, wala kayong utang, wala kayong guilt. Kahit wala kayong maraming pera, kahit maraming pangarap nyo, hindi pa natutupad, heaven yon. Kasi when there's love and peace in your life, that's a peace in a slice of heaven. Now, this other hell was said to be sent and caused by God Himself because the absence of God's blessings and favor creates a vacuum that attracts such opposite force. Pag winidraw na ng Panginoon yung pabor, pag winidraw na niya yung blessing, wala naman pwedeng maging vacuum. A vacuum cannot be vacuum for long. A-attract yun ng negative forces. Kaya ngayon, ang isang taong iniiwan ng pabor ng Diyos, dinadalaw naman ng panggugulo ng masamang espiritu. And sometimes, that masamang espiritu is not even a bad spirit from the outside, but the person's dark side. Kung bitbit mo ang heaven sa puso mo, pwede ka rin magbitbit ng hell. Dala-dala mo yan. Kaya ang dapat natin nilulupig yung ating dark side. Pinaliliwanagan natin ang salita ng Diyos, nililiwanagan natin ang pag-ibig ni Jesus para yung dark side natin kumuwante ng kumuwante, maliwanagan. Dahil yung dark side mo, kasama mo kahit saan, kaya kung talagang mainisin ka, kahit ano mangyari, mainis ka. Kasi mainisin ka eh. Kung mainit ang ulo mo, iinit ang ulo mo kahit na yung iba hindi uminit ang ulo kasi ikaw yun, dala-dala mo. Hindi mo pwedeng sisihin si satanas tungkol doon. Dapat tinitingnan natin, ano ba yung side ko na dapat kung nilulupig, tinatalo, inuubos? What are the signs of the other hell? Lack of inner peace, trouble, agitation, fear, and worldliness, meaning selfishness, jealousy, in a very quarrelsome spirit. Lahat ng ito, isang tanda na mas maraming nagahari sa buhay natin na gawa ng hell. 1 Corinthians 3.3 You are still worldly, sabi ni Paul sa ilang mga mananampalataya. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere men? Yung worldliness dito, hindi lang yung materialism, hindi lamang yung mga lust, kundi yung nag-aaway, nagsiselosan. Sabi, habang ginagawa nyo yan at nasa sangkot kayo sa mga ganyan, karaniwan pa lang kayong tao. Pwede pa lang hindi karaniwang ka lang. Maging special ka na. Tao pinagaharian ng langit ng Diyos. Kaya naman may spiritual poverty ang mga tao. Kadalasan, the usual definition ng spiritual poverty, yung sinasabi mong, ay pagdating mo sa langit, wala kang reward, wala kang crown, kasi ang tamad-tamad mong Christian, hindi ka nag-serve, hindi ka nag-give. Pwede yun. Pero meron pang iba. The other spiritual poverty, aside from not being rewarded in the next life, yung poverty sa life na ito. Spiritual poverty. 1 Corinthians 3, 10-15 By the grace God has given me, sabi ni Paul, I laid a foundation as an expert builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should be careful how he builds, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Christ Jesus. If any man builds on this foundation using silver, gold, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, his work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each man's work. If what he has built survives, he will receive his reward. If it is burned up, he will suffer loss. He himself will be saved, but only as one escaping through the flames. What is the usual reading of the church ng verses na ito? Sinasabi ni Paul, o ang salvation, Si Jesus, siya yung foundation. Kami mga apostles, itunuro namin sa inyo yan. At kayo magturo rin kayo sa iba. Bawat henerasyon nagdadagdag sa paggawa ng building na yan, yung church, yung body of the Lord. Careful ka sa paggawa mo. Kasi kung inilagay mo doon, bato lang, ordinaryong bato, o buhangin, o gold, o silver, o papel, dadaan niya sa pagsubok, dadaan yung apoy, at yung mga pwedeng sunugin, masusunog. Kung nasusunog lang pala yung inilagay mo doon, hindi mahalaga, hindi matigas, hindi precious, Mabibisto ka pagdating ng panahon. Habing ganun, Okay, save ka rin, pupunta ka rin sa heaven, pero pobre ka doon, wala kang reward. Sabi, para ka lang isang taong nakataka sa sunog, wala kang nabitbet, buhay ka nga, pero wala kang nadala, kasi nakakasunog na, wala ka lang nabitbet. The, for, the usual reading of the church is like that. But the sapin-sapin concept of the truth in the Bible is that you can read it another way also, without going away from its theme, and without violating its other meaning. And the usual reading is that 
usual future heaven and rewards will be based on good works. And that motivates many, many people to serve God. The other reading, yung good works na yun is building God's kingdom, not only the church that you build. It's not only the church, the fellowship, the service, the mission, but God's kingdom here and now, the heaven inside one's heart. Ano ang ginagawa mo, kapatid, doon sa foundation na inilagay na ng Diyos, inilagay ni Jesus, at dinevelop ng mga apostles para makadevelop ka ng kingdom in your heart, nung heaven, nung paradise in your heart. Kung anong performance na gagawin mo dyan, yun ang aanihin mo. Kung ang inilagay walang sa puso mo ay mga papel-papel, basura-basura, pagdaan ng pagsubok ng buhay, pagdaan ng buhay mo, malalaman mo na wala palang kwenta yung ginawa mo. Hindi mo na kailangan maghintay ng eternal judgment para malaman mong wala palang kwenta yung ginawa mo. Ngayon lang mismo, sa buhay mo mismo, kung paano ka nabubuhay, malalaman mo na agad kung may kwenta o walang kwenta ang ginagawa mo. Doon sa itinanim na ni Jesus at ng mga apostles at ng lahat ng mga ibang mana ng palatayang tumulong sa'yo. Kaya tayo rin may obligasyon to put costly stones, gold, silver, things that will last. Hindi lang doon sa church, hindi lang doon sa heaven in the future, sa sarili nating personalidad, sa sarili nating pagkatao. So may ini-invest ka sa sarili mo. Yung mga hindi mo dating alam na spelling, ini-spell mo ba para malaman mo next time? Yung hindi mo alam dati na paanda rin ang mga equipment, inaalam mo ba para sa susunod malaman mo? Yung mga hindi mo maunawaan ang mga verses, inaalam mo ba, pinag-aaralan, ipinapanalangin? Kasi what you do, what you invest, will be your harvest. Hindi lang sa kabilang buhay, dito rin. Mahaba ang buhay ng tao kahit ilang taon lamang. It's long enough for you to harvest what you plant in this life. You don't have to wait for the next life. So kung tutuusin natin, the other reading here is the edification of oneself. Spiritual, emotional, intellectual, and physical growth. Katulad ng Panginoong Yesus, sabi sa Bible, He grew intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, and socially. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, in favor with God and men. A very balanced growth. God began that development in us. Jesus rebuilt it with a new foundation of Himself. Paul and the other apostles taught and trained people how to continue building it up. Now each person is responsible to continue building that and to build well. Kaya yung sinasabing well, you don't build well but you will still live anyway yun yung you will be saved. But only as a poor person, as one scaping through fire. Buhay ka nga, pero hindi mo na-enjoy yung saya, ganda, kapayapaan, pagmamahal na dapat sana tinatamasa ng mga anak ng Diyos. Tayo yung nilikha ng Diyos, hindi para parusahan, kundi para pagpalain. Nararamdaman natin sa buhay natin yung pagpapala na yun, kaya dapat nating tingnan kung anong ginagawa natin. It's not how much you have for you to enjoy life, but it's how much you enjoy what you have. Attitude. Nasa sa'yo. And as if to emphasize that the issue concerned is personal, present heaven, Paul went on to say in the same verses, 1 Corinthians 3, 16-17, Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is sacred, and the temple you are. One reading, pinakamababaw na reading, that your body, your physical body, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Kaya sinasabi nila, kung nagbibisyo ka, hindi ka kumakaing mabuti, hindi ka nag-exercise, sinisira mo yung templo ng Diyos. Magkakasakit ka tuloy, may complications, so God also destroy you, will destroy you. Pero meron pa yun, na hindi lang physical yung temple ng Diyos. Mas malalim na templo ng Diyos sa atin yung ating puso o yung ating isip, yung ating emosyon. Naghahari ba siya doon? Siya ba ang nakatira doon? Hindi natin laging dapat isipin na darating ang panahon pupunta ako sa Diyos sa langit. Pero dapat ngayon, yung Diyos patirahin mo na sa'yo para nandun at dala mo yung langit. Kaya ang prayer, Thy kingdom come. Hindi yung I will go to your kingdom. Thy kingdom come. Diba sinasabi pa nga natin sa Tagalog niyan, yung mapasa amin ng kaharian mo. Pumunta sa amin, hindi kami yung pupunta sa'yo. Although pupunta, pero habang hindi pa nangyayari yon edi eh, Diyos naman ang pumunta. Patirahin sa yung puso, paghariin siya doon, para bitbit mo ang langit kahit sa kabagpunta. Sabi, you are Christ's ambassadors. That's how the Bible describes 
uh, the believers. Of course, ambassadors have an embassy. And an embassy is considered the territory of the sending country. Kaya ang Philippine Embassy, halimbawa sa Riyadh, is considered Philippine territory. Kaya may flag doon. Kaya hindi pwede pasukin ng mga Saudi police kahit nila gustuhin. So kung ikaw, ambassador ng Diyos, ikaw yung embassy. Ikaw yung kaprasong langit. Kaya napakainam na yan, dibdibin. Na daladala mo ang Diyos. At kung daladala mo ang Diyos, daladala mo ang langit, pinagaharian ka niya, you are never really alone anytime. You should never be insecure because you are never detached from God. Sometimes you feel detached from God. Kumisa siguro nabubuhay tayo ng pagsuway, may kasalanan, may atraso. So you feel detached. But, feeling mo lang yun. You are never detached from God. Because God is in you. God lives in you. Hindi mo kayang dalhin sa impyerno ang Diyos. Ang Diyos ay nakatira sa'yo. Kaya ang Diyos ay nagahari sa'yo. And you must feel secure about that. Na, Kumisa, tinatakot tayo. Yan ang mga deception, yung mga lies. O, oh, wala kang kakampi, nag-iisa ka, wala kang kasama. Pwede ka bang may puntahan na hindi mo kasama ang Diyos? Eh, nakatira nga sa'yo. That we are the temple of God. Sometimes you feel parang ang layo-layo sa'kin ng Diyos. Feeling mo rin lang yon. Wala kang pwedeng puntahan na wala doon ang Diyos. So, hindi siya pwedeng malayo. Lagi tayong dinadaya sa isip. Kaya yung isip ang isunusuko mo sa Diyos para doon siya maghari. Pag nagahari siya doon, walang lugar para tayo madaya ng sanlibutan. The temple being built up is the believer. And the temple, the spirit, is in the believer. Kaya pag sinabi mong pumunta tayo sa church, actually, dala mo yung church. May church na dala mo, may church na physical, may church na fellowship. Maraming layers yung church. Pero pag nandun ka, nandun ang Diyos, church na yun kahit kayong dalawa lang, because you and God are always the majority. Dahil kasama mo ang Diyos. Hindi tayo dapat nagpapadala sa mga kadayaan. Now, what is the usual salvation that we talk about and we teach? Of course, it is salvation from eternal judgment, salvation from hell. What is the other salvation? Lagi kasing may kakambal na mas malalim na meaning. Salvation from hell, here and now. Salvation from spiritual and emotional suffering due to selfishness and greed, due to excessive materialistic and personal attachments, due to fear of loss or detachment. Yan lahat yung mga impyerno sa lupa. Takot na takot ka magmahal dahil pag nagmahal ka baka mawala. Ayaw mo na tuloy magmahal. Hindi mo na tuloy nararanasan dahil you are afraid of loss and detachment. But The other salvation that God gives is even salvation from the fear of loss. Nandito ngayon, wala bukas, pareho kong tatanggapin. Parang si Job, yung mama, nagkaroon ng maraming anak, namatay yung mga anak, na wala kayamanan, sabi niya, the Lord gave, the Lord takes away. Praise be to God. So, wala siya nung fear of loss. So, meron siyang salvation from that form of hell. Yung sobrang materialistic tayo, sobrang attached, Christ also saves us from that. Kaya kung nagiging spiritual ka, you get less and less attached to things. Gusto mong nandyan, pero pag nawala, hindi naman yung parang mamamatay ka na, you become saved from that form of hell. So hindi lang salvation from the flames of eternal damnation, but salvation from all the things that are advanced parties of hell in this life. Salvation. Salvation lang ba yung tinanggap mo si Jesus? At yung kaluluwa mo, binigay mo sa kanya. Yes, that's salvation. Pero hindi lang yun. Tingnan nyo sa Zacchaeus. Luke 19, 8 to 10. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house. Ano yun? Saan ba naligtas si Zacchaeus noon? Salvation from greed and from all its attendant baggage. That's a great freedom. Sinabi ng Bible ni si Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector and the Israelites hated tax collectors because they cheated the people and they were serving a foreign government. Doble ang crime nila against the people. 
Now, Zacchaeus was not only a tax collector, he was a chief tax collector. Pero nung nakilala niya ang Panginoong Yesus, na nanghali sa bahay niya, matapos silang mag-usap, sabi niya, Lord, kalahati ng kayaman ako, papamigay ko agad-agad, ngayon din sa mahihirap. At tapos, lahat ng dinaya ko, ibabalik ko, may interest. Times four. Sabi ni Lord, today salvation has come to this house. Our usual reading is, wow, tinanggap mo na ako, save na ang kalula mo, hindi ka na pupunta sa hell pag namatay ka. That is a reading, and a good reading. But there's a more immediate reading. Today, you have become saved from your greed. Hindi ka na greedy. Willing ka na magbigay. Willing ka na na pawalan niya mga yan. At alam nyo, ang tanging lumalaya na tao, hindi yung maraming hawak. Yung willing mawala yun. That is freedom. Hindi naman binubulagsak mong pinapamigay, tinatapon. Nandyan. Pero kung nawala, hindi nawala. Kung nandyan, nandyan. Maluwag ka lang. Hindi ka masyadong Laging kinakabahan, hindi ka natatakot. That is salvation. Salvation from your own dark side. Salvation from your own greed. Therefore, that is heaven. Yung sige na, bigay mo na lang para walang gulo, tahimik tayo, tapos hindi masama ang loob mo, you are a free man or woman. Matthew 19, 16-21 Now a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to inherit to get eternal life. So read heaven, ha? Iniisip niya rin niya, ano pwede kong gawin ngayon para pag namatay ako, meron ako eternal life, pupunta ako sa heaven. Sabi ni Lord, why do you ask me about what is good? There's only one who is good. If you want to enter life, obey the commandments. Which ones? The man inquired. Jesus replied, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. Ano lahat yung common theme ng mga sinabi ni Lord? Have peace and order in your life. Iba yun yun eh. All this I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. Makabuluhan ito. Again, mayroong unang reading yan sa sapin-sapin reading natin. What is a higher reading? Sinasabi ng lalaki, anong dapat kong gawin para magkaroon ng heaven? Sabi ni Lord, hindi lang naman heaven in the future eh. Ang kailangan mo, heaven ngayon. Eh ano nga po ang dapat kong gawin? Eh hindi mo ba alam? Sundin mo yung mga commandments. Kasi pag sinunod mo yan, wala kang makakaaway. Wala kang nanakawan, wala kang lalamangan, wala kang aagawing asawa, walang maghahabol sa yung asawa na pabarilin ka dahil hinabol mo yung asawa niya, walang manggugulo sa iyo, uh, natutuwa sa iyo ang Diyos dahil masunurin ka sa yung mga magulang, ino-honor mo sila, therefore pag tumanda ka rin, i-honor ka rin ng mga anak mo. In other words, gusto mo magkaroon ng langit? Sundin mo yung mga commandments kasi ang isa lang naman ang goal niyan para tumahimik ang buhay mo, tumahimik ang puso mo, at tumahimik ang relasyon mo sa kapwa. So, eh, ginagawa ko naman po lahat yan. Hmm, wala ka pa sa heaven. Wala pang heaven ang heart mo. Sabi niya, eh, ano pa nga po ang kulang? Masyado ka materialistic. Mukha ka pera. So, yung mga pera mo, ipamigay mo sa mahihirap. Pag naibigay mo na yun, wala ka nang hahawakan, hindi ka na magiging sakim, libre ka na, dun ka palang makakaranas ng langit. You know that the man left sad because he was very rich. Tama si Jesus. Gusto mo ng langit, eh may pasan-pasan kang kayamanan, bitawan mo para kagumaan. Ngayon mga kapatid, don't get this wrong. Hindi naman lahat ng gustong makakita ng langit sa lupa, pinapaubos ang pera at pinapamigay. Itong case lang ng taong ito, yung pera kasi ang Diyos niya eh. Kaya dapat niyang bitawan para siya magkaroon ng relasyon sa tunay ng Diyos. Ngayon kung may pera ka pero hindi mo naman Diyos yan, in fact ginagamit po yung pera mo sa pagsambas sa Diyos, sa pagsunod sa Kanya, eh, hindi naman tatanggalin sa iyo yun. Baka may iba namang tatanggalin, baka si number two. Baka may number two, no? Sabi ni Lord, o gusto mo ng tahimik na buhay para sa Valentine's Day, isa lang ang date mo. Hindi may February 10, may February 11, may February 4. Meron pang February 19. No? Yung talagang, ang gulo nun ah. Yung marami kayong date. So, sabi niya, para tahimik, isang asawa, huwag kang mga lunya dyan. Yun ang heaven. Kasi pag marami kang asawa, may pleasure ka, pero wala kang heaven. Ba? Siguro, masisyahan ka. 
Pero mahirap na laruin niya mga ganyang mga mapapanganib na mga laro. Lalo't kung yung kinalantari mo may asawa pa, tapos army. Naku, nakakatakot yun. Sabi nga nun, yan ang hell on earth. At ang marami mga tao, gumagawa sila ng sarili nilang impyerno. Tapos ang inaasahan nila, maiwasan yung impyernong darating pa sa malayo. Eh ngayon, hindi nila napapansin eh. Impyerno na yung buhay nila eh. Kasi magulo. Sabi, dapat hindi kanyan. Dapat tahimik. Sabi ni Lord, detach yourself from greed and selfishness. Then you will have love and peace. Therefore, that's heaven. Di ba yung heaven? Love and peace. Eh kung ikaw, lagi kang nanlalamang ng kapwa, yumayamang ka sa panlalamang, ang daming nagagalit sa'yo. Dinaramdam mo rin yun. Nagpe-pretend ka lang na hindi mo dinaramdam. Pero tao ka kasi, may espiritu ka, dinaramdam mo rin yun pag may nagagalit sa'yo. So, hindi tahimik ang buhay mo. Sabi niya, mabuti pa, pamigay mo na lang. Kung yan ang nagiging sagabal. Hindi naman laging yun eh. Pero kung yun ang case mo, yun ang dapat mong bitawan. Now, what are the usual treasures in heaven? Yung pinaniniwalaan natin na pag nagsaserve ka, nag-give ka, nag-mission, you receive rewards and crowns for good works on earth. But there are other treasures in the other heaven. And again, sa pin-reading natin, let's read Matthew 6, 19-21 that way. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. First reading, usual reading, may pera ka. Huwag mo nalang ibili ng kotse, maluluma din yan, makakarnap, mananakaw. Ibigay mo nalang sa church, ibili ng mga Biblia, magbayad ka ng mga broadcast para yung salita ng Diyos marinig. Then, yumayamang ka sa langit dahil ginagasas mo dito yung pera na de-deposit dito, mawi-withdraw sa langit. This is the usual reading, di ba? Gather for yourselves treasures in heaven. Okay, gagasas ka na ang mahal-mahal ng spa. No, 3,000 yung treatment. Diyan ka nalang kay Aling Betis Beauty Parlor. 50 pesos at yung natipid mo, ipamigay mo sa mahihirap. Then you will have treasures in heaven. Good reading. But now, what is another reading of this? Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Huwag kang mag-invest sobra para sa mga bagay na nasa labas mo. Nandyan lang sa paligid. Kasi pag nag-invest ka ng bahay, nasusunog, nag-invest ka ng damit, naluluma, nag-invest ka dito sa kung saan-saan, nawawala na nanakaw. Thieves come and steal. Moth comes and destroys. Sabi niya, no. Store for yourselves treasures in heaven. Eh ano yung heaven nga mga kapatid? The heart, di ba? The other heaven. So how do you now store and gather treasures for your heart? Merong malaking trabaho. Ang laki ng kita. Makakabili tayo ng mga kailangan. Pero prostitute. Huwag na lang. Mag-i-invest na lang ako ng kapayapaan sa puso ko. Less yung pera, pero umaman yung puso ko. Tahimik ako, hindi nagsiselos yung asawa ko. Pinapayaman mo yung puso mo. You are investing in that heaven. Nagne-negosyo ka, pwede mong dayain yung mga partner mo. Kikita ka. Pero magagalit sila sa'yo. Baka patayin ka pa nila o mainis sila sa'yo. So, bakit ka doon mag-i-invest sa labas? Eh, yung kinita mo, pwede ring manakaw, masira. Bakit hindi ka nalang gumawa ng mabuti? Mahal ka ngayon nila. They love you. Peaceful ang heart mo. Pinayaman mo yung heart mo. Nag-invest ka dun sa isang heaven, hindi sa labas. Kasi hindi napapasok na magnanakaw yung loob ng puso mo. Pero yung perang inuunan-unan mo, niyayakap-yakap mo, nananakaw yun. By the way, mga kapatid, kung may mga kayamanan kayo sa bahay, please huwag nyo ilagay sa kwarto nyo. Napapatayin pa kayo bago makuha. Ilagay nyo na sa may labas. Para kunan nila, buhay pa kayo. Diba? Yung nasa ilalim na kama nyo, yakap-yakap nyo, hindi eh, kailangan pa ngayong kayong patayin dyan para makuha yun. Ilagay nyo na, kayamanan here, meron ka ng araw. Ayun, ano? Pagpasok ng bahay mo, kukunin na niya, hindi ka naaanuhin, buhay ka pa bukas. Kesa nawala din, patay ka pa. Doble-doble. Ba't may sinisiksik sa katabi mo? Alam nyo ba na magnet ng kabuisitan sa buhay yung mga kayamanan na nakadikit sa'yo? Ang dami mong brilyante sa tenga mo, baka malaslas yan, mahiwa pa yung tenga mo. Eh kung tupperware lang yung nakakabit dyan, safe ka. Yung ang daming tao, maglalagay ang mahal-mahal ng gamit, ang kotse ang mahal-mahal, tapos mabundo lang ng iba, galit na galit na, nakikipagbarilan, hindi eh, bumili ka ng luma na bulldozer. Kahit bangga-banggain, okay lang eh, bulldozer naman yan. Nagpapahirap tayo sa sarili. Kaya sinasabing, don't invest outside of you, invest in your heart. 
So treasure is an inner non-material wealth like peace and love. May pera ako, pwede kong ibigay sa iyo. Tapos minahal mo ko nung ibigay ko, pero hindi ako nakabili ng bagong sapatos. Saan ako nag-invest? Doon sa kingdom inside of me. Love and peace ang bunga. Pero kung sinalili ko, bumili akong sapatos, tapos nanakaw lang naman, o di, yun yung nananakaw na kayamanan na nasa labas. So, store treasure in your heart. Gather for yourself treasures in heaven, not that heaven, this heaven. Make your heart rich in peace and love. No one can steal that because that is within. That is non-material, that is invisible and intangible. Anything, any deed that works against inner peace and love is not a treasure. And it contradicts heaven in the heart. Magkakapatid kayo, mamamatay ang magulang nyo, agawang kayo sa mana. You are investing on earth. You are not investing in the heaven inside of you. Kasi mamaya, habang nabubuhay ka, hindi na kayo nag-usap ng kapatid, pati magpipinsa, nagkalayo-layo. Magandang investment ba yun? This is where deception rules. Nadideceive tayo. Brothers and sisters, work for what builds up your personal and inner heaven. And gather for yourself treasures in heaven, meaning treasures inside the heart. Hindi natin binabaliwala yung treasure in heaven talaga, yung nag-invest ka, yung nagbumili ka ng mga Bible, nag-rally ka, meron kang pinaaral sa mga Bible school. Hindi natin yung binabaliwala. Ang tinitingin lang natin ngayon, the other side that we neglect. The kingdom that is in here. You should also invest in that. So lagi niyong tinatanong, mga kapatid, magde-decision kayo, may gagawin kayo, itatanong niyo, will this be an inner treasure? Will this be a spiritual treasure? Will this be a heavenly treasure or only treasure on earth? If it's only treasure on earth, and especially if you have to hurt your soul, it's not worth it. It's not. Because you will only create hell in your heart. Alam nyo yan. It's not worth it. Itatanong natin pag meron kang gagawin, will this bring me enemies? If they will bring you enemies, it's not worth it. Will give this give me strife and struggle? It's not worth it. Gusto mo maging boyfriend mo yung pinakagwapong lalaki sa balat ng lupa? Wala kang gagawin kundi magbantay because everybody else wants him. Diba? So di bali na yun, mamangit-mangit. Diba? Tahimik mo ng puso mo. Pag madilim, pareho na rin yun. Kesa ang gwapo-gwapo, tapos ang dami mong kaagaw. Di bali sana, kung siya yung kandarapa sa'yo, eh kung ikaw yung kandarapa, mukha kasi bona, hahabol-habol ka, kawawa ka naman. So tatanong mo, will this give me peace? Will this put me in trouble? Or will this give me guilt feelings? Will this give me trouble in maintaining it, in keeping it? Katulad ang mahal-mahal na kotse, mamimaintain mo ba? Kung hindi, bakit pa? Di yun na lang mas simple tahimik ang buhay mo. Ang mahalaga, nakakarating ka from point A to point B. Kailangan pa bang magandang-maganda yan? Lalo't hindi mo naman masyado ma-maintain. Merong mga ganun eh, gustong-gustong yung anak nasa talagang first class school, pero talagang hirap na, hirap na, hirap na, hirap na yung buong pamilya. Is it worth it? And is it worth for your son to be the poorest student in a rich kid's school? or put him in a second class school and he's the richest student in a poor man's school. Saan ka komportable? Saan ka maluwag? Bakit mo papahirapan ang buhay mo? Eh, sandali lang ang buhay mo. Will this bring me stress and fatigue? Will this give me worry? Mayroong mga tao nung nagpagawa ng bahay, hindi na sila nakakapasya lahat sabay-sabay. Laging may nagbabantay ng bahay. Nung barong-barong pa lang, nag-aalis sa sila lahat kahit hindi sila bumalik. Walang willing na makialam sa barong-barong nila. Nung gumanda, kang, walang aalis kasi ang ganda ng bakod. Ang ganda ng ganito, ang ganda ng gano'n. Hindi pinahirapan mo sarili mo. Ang tanong mo, will this bring me fear? Okay, magsisinungaling ako sa'yo. Sisikat ako sandali. Pero andalas ko namang natatakot na mabisto. Is it worth it? Then I make hell in my life. So iniimbento natin ang heaven at hell. Kaya maraming buhay, miserable. Kasalanan din natin yan. 
Now, what is the usual conversion? Yung sabi natin, believe and accept Jesus unto your life and you will have eternal life. Well, yes, that's conversion. Pero may iba pang conversion. The other conversion or salvation is being saved from deceptions like greed that give trouble and hell. And this is salvation through the Jesus way. Meaning, make inner spiritual wealth rather than outward wealth. Kaya yung saksakeyus, ang binasa na natin, sabi ni Lord, today, salvation has come to this house. Pinili mo na lumuwag kesa sumikip ang yung dibdib. Salvation from greed and all its attendant troubles, that's hell. Salvation from the thief, Satan, that robs one of life and robs one of heaven by deception. We must be saved from that. Sabi ni Lord sa John 10.10, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Sabi ko, kailangan buo ang buhay nila. Kailangan hindi siya nananakawa, nadadaya, nasisira. John 3.3, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God, again heaven, unless he is born again. Yan na naman yung born again, big word. What is the usual meaning of born again? Pagsisihan mo kasalanan mo, tanggapin mo si Jesus, the Lord and Savior, born again ka. Yes, that's a very beautiful and powerful meaning. Pero meron pang isayang meaning na naman. To be born again, the other reading, is to change one's mind about life, about what is important. No one can experience heaven on earth unless he changes his point of view. He changes his values. He changes his way of thinking. Unless it becomes new. So this is another meaning of born again. Nagbago ang pananaw mo sa buhay, nagbago ang pananaw mo sa mga paraan ng pamumuhay, nagbago ang iyong pag-iisip, para kang bagong nila lang, born again ka. Kaya nga yung mga sinasabing tumanggap kay Jesus, nagsisi, dapat may iba ng pananaw yan. Dapat may ibang paraan kung talagang nakaranas ng born again experience. Romans 12.2 Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. This is born again explained. Sabi ko doon, kailangan palitan mo ang paraan ng iyong pag-iisip. Doon mo lang makikilala ang Diyos, doon mo mapapatunayang tama ang Diyos, doon mamararanasan ang langit sa lupa. So change the way you think, you act, and live. And you will enjoy heaven in your heart. Meron kang kasambahin na nakakainis, tanggalin mo yung inis mo, magkakaheaven ka in your heart. Kesa lagi mong binubuhay yung inis mo. Uuwi ka pa lang, nakikita ko na naman si ganito, si ganon. Inihahanda mo yung sarili mong mainis. Talagang ganun ang buhay, hindi lahat perfect. O di luluwag ka, bit-bit mo yung heaven mo. Tingnan niyo po yung Fellowship of Believers nung unang-una pa lang at batang-bata ang Christianity, Acts 2, 42-1. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possession and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Ano ang heaven and earth nila? They were saved from hunger and needs. Haba? Hunger and need? Hell yan eh. And they were saved from greed and selfishness. Now they could give to the brothers and the sisters. What's more, they were always fellowshipping. They were saved from isolation. Yung isolated ka, parang wala kang kasama, wala kang kampi. Impyerno yun. We were created to interact with people. Makisalamuha, makisama, makipagmabutihan, makisangkot, makiisa sa kapwa. At nangyari yun sa fellowship. Bakit? Nagbibigayan sila. Yung meron, nagbibigay sa wala. Nagmamahalan sila. Everybody became glad. There was a salvation from isolation, which is a big hell in life. And there was salvation from unhappiness, which is also hell. 
So, save sila. Hindi lang sa darating na panahon, na save sila sa lahat ng kaimpyernohan ng buhay nila nung kanilang kasalukuyang panahon. The other heaven was developed and delivered inwardly to them. So look forward to and work for the usual heaven that we think of, but very importantly also, look inward, not only forward. Look inward and work for and enjoy the other heaven here and now in your hearts. You have the power to create heaven and hell in your life because you have the power of God. Why do you have it? Because God is in you. He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So mag-decide kayo. You decide if you're going to make your life heavenly or like hell. Whatever you decide, you will do. Whatever you do will happen because you are a powerful person because the Spirit of God is in you. Amen, Diyos. Salamat sapagat kayo'y pwede naming ma-enjoy any moment, anytime, anywhere because you live in us. We are your kingdom. We the church, we are your kingdom. We ourselves personally, we are your temples. Put together, we are your mini temples building a big family. So Lord, whether we are with the brothers and the sisters or alone with you, we can have heaven in our lives. Hindi yung paligid namin, hindi yung laman ng aming bulsa, hindi yung katuparan ng mga ginugusto namin, kundi yung attitude ng aming puso. Ang dalangin namin ngayon, Panginoon, ipakilala mong mabuti sa amin yung ginagawa namin na nagbibigay ng impyerno sa buhay namin. Maging marunong kami, tanggalin ito. Ipakilala mo rin yung mga ginagawa, iniisip namin na nagdadala ng langit sa aming puso at ito ang aming laging pagtuunan ng pansin at gawin. Nawa, Panginoon, magpalaya kayo na mga hindi kailangang bigat na dalahin ng iyong mga anak. Patalinuhan mo kami, papagliwanagin ang aming isip so we can have the other heaven here and now. Magbulay-bulay tayo mga kapatid at sa tulong ng Espiritu, mapalaya tayo so we can enjoy the other heaven until we go to that other one that we have always been waiting for. Let's be silent before the Lord and let the Spirit minister to each one. Love to you, mga pamangkin. Dito tayo mag-aral ng salita ng Diyos. Dito tayo mag-aral ng mga praktikal na bagay. Magdalanginan para sa isa't isa. Makinig ng mga mensahe. At dito tayo magsasama-sama spiritually. Sa ating official Ed Lapis YouTube channel na ang address ay Sabi ni Kuya Ed. Remember, dito tayo ha? Sabi ni Kuya Ed ang ating official YouTube channel.